Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help ease your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's Ruined. Hi guys, I'm Hallie Kiefer. I'm Allison Leiby. Welcome back to Ruined, the podcast where we ruin a horror movie for you and just every detail we could possibly think of. Yeah. This is like analyzing texts from dudes who aren't chatting you anymore. We're just going to go into every single detail of what happened. Like, what did he mean when he said, I don't want to go out with you anymore? Yeah, what is fine? Is that bad? There's a period after it. (laughs) Oh, He said, stop texting me, and there's a period after it. Like, what does that mean? He said, I'm going to kill you. It's like, what is that even, what kind of game is that? Who can understand? You know what I mean? Man, such a mystery. But horror movies, not a mystery. We are doing (laughs) um, a classic of the modern age. We're doing 2002's 28 Days Later, directed by Danny Boyle of Train Spouting and Slumdog Millionaire fame, and written by Alex Garland, who would go on to write Ex Machina and Annihilation, and Devs, which I keep on meaning to watch. Me too. I've heard heard it's good. I've heard things. You know, it's just (laughs) like, it's like you have all these hours in quarantine, but I just want to watch 30 Rock episodes I've already seen. That's literally all I've done and what I was doing before we started recording today, so... Um, we we like to have Allison watch the trailer of a movie before we ruin it for her. Yeah, so and, I have like a taste. Yeah. I'm still not going to watch this movie. So what are your thoughts just from the trailer? Well, how, I found, how spooky? I found the quick cuts to be super disorienting, mm-hmm. more so than even the other movies we've done that use the same technique. Um, I mean, I think like the waking up alone in an empty city element is... You've done that before. That's how that's good. Yeah, right. All the time. Um, every time I go on vacation. Um that part seems, like, almost scarier than, I think, what yeah. comes later, which is, like, zombies-ish. Yeah. Because at least the zombies, like, are other people. Right. You're just, like, a right, you're, like, oh, I have an answer now. You guys are undead, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, your prey. Whereas, like, when you're just alone, it's just, like, what the fuck happened here? So. Um, and then if you were, for your own, you know, take on, sort of, uh, we like to take a baseline scary of, of our movies, how scary yeah. do you find the idea of, like, a zombie pandemic? You know, it's zombies are scary because they're like not real, mm-hmm. but then like art, but it's still just like people. It's not like a weird ghoul that like, like a, I don't know, scary fake monster, even though like zombies right. are real. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. It's, it's like we found a box in the basement of an old church and there's a demon whose name is like yeah. Zabobo. It's like, all right, well. all right. Whereas like, whereas like zombies are like so close to reality because they mm-hmm. are people that there's something like scary about them. Absolutely. And would you like to make any predictions about where you think this film is going to go? I mean, loosely, I guess that it's about a zombie pandemic and then, like, a few people remaining. Well, here, yeah, so maybe that's the, that's yeah. the larger question also. I also don't know what asks. it's about. I just remember seeing the trailer when it came out. Which is the entire conceit of this podcast, so that's completely fine. Yeah. The question is ultimately, like, 
do you think this zombie pandemic will like, will there will there be a solution or like uh, will humanity be able to recover or is this a story where that's it the it's end of just days. zombies this is the end of days I feel like it's just zombies okay based on the little snippets that I've gotten from um, great this and also um, from the fact that I now know there's a sequel. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, I have not seen the sequel. Could be, you know, completely different. 28, yeah. 28 weeks. I mean, what could happen in 28 weeks? I mean, so much can happen. We've been in quarantine for about 28 weeks, right? That's just what it feels like. So, Allison, get ready. 28 days later. <clears throat> we start with a montage of all the chaos and murder in the world. Police beating <laughs> protesters, cars being flipped over, and we realize they're they're being watched on little screens by a chimpanzee who is strapped to a table and forced to watch, I guess clockwork orange style. Yeah, all what's wrong with humanity. You know, it doesn't it doesn't give you a lot of faith in science. I'll say I'll no, tell you that, that much how about we this. Do things. It's like make the ape watch the TV. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah, are you are you an ape scientist? Let us know if you just make them watch the TV. <laughs> So um, we're in some sort of uh, facility uh, with chimpanzees in Cambridge, and the facility is being raided in the middle of the night by animal activists who are there to set the chimps free. Yes. And and this place is a goddamn mess. There's like a vivisected chimp just like open left on the table in the middle of the night. It's like, you couldn't even what? put it in the fridge. Come like on, put it in a big Ziploc bag. No. You couldn't even put a little sheet over it. A like you're just going to leave least. it out. No. Uh, anywho, so they're about to release the chimps, and the chimps are, you know, adorable and human, and you feel yeah. bad. And then, f- luckily, there's a lab tech there, and he runs and he's like, "Stop! Don't release them. The chimps, the chimps have been infected." And they say, right. "Infected with what?" And he says, "Rage." You could be a little more specific. I mean, we're all infected with rage. Right, exactly. And perhaps that is the moral of this movie. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, one of the animal activists has already opened one of the cages. The chimp immediately lunges out and bites her. Within seconds, she is now a rage zombie. Great. She starts attacking the other activists and the lab technician. It's out. Cut to 28 days later. Wow. Okay, Jim? so the t- the titular line is already part of the movie. Right. Unfortunately, I, does he he doesn't say it, but, but he d- yeah. Is it he, on the screen? Yes, 28 days later on the screen. As long as it's being said uh at least textually. Um so Jim, he's played by Cillian Murphy, wakes up um in a coma, from a coma in the hospital. He's completely nude, which seems like it doesn't really have anything to do with the zombie apocalypse, but he is. Also, that was in the trailer I watched. I which saw is, that too. I was like, was this the trailer in Not theaters? in America. Uh-uh. You can't see full uh, full, full bang- frontal male nudity. I I looked at the comments under the trailer and said, I can't believe they showed full weedy in the trailer. And I was like, <laughs> full weedy is such a funny way to put this. <laughs> But um, so we find out that Jim was a bike messenger and he was hit by a car and has been in a coma for the last 28 days and he has woken up. Okay. And there's these beautiful, terrifying shots of him wandering through the hospital. It's kind of a Pepsi ad. He finds a Pepsi from a busted out um, vending machine and then he just walks out into London. There is no one. There is nothing. That's so terrifying to think about. We see about. some birds, so we know, like, animals are still alive, but, like, it's just garbage blowing. We see a, a double-decker bu- bus flipped over. No one. Wow. And so he's kind of wandering around, and then he, luckily, like, all these headlines in, in zombie movies, you need the headline on the printed page. This is the testament to the, the necessity of the press. 
I and honestly, like it makes me scared that like print media is going down 100%. such a terrifying track in the United States and I think everywhere else, where it's like, how else are we gonna piece together what happened when you wake up from a month-long coma and society is gone without you know, headlines and, and news pieces in order to tell me what happened. Exactly. So he finds a news paper that says, evacuation, colon, mass exodus of British people causes global chaos. Uh, government orders shoot to kill U.S. Uh, uh, United Nations to build refugee camps. So essentially the outbreak has affected Britain. And uh, 28 days later, it, it got everybody pretty much. Right. Um, except for him. And I guess we're thinking it's like he was just sort of out of it or like he was inert. So like the zombies didn't realize he was alive. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, I don't postcard. know how they sense what's alive and what's not. Yeah, I think they need, because they, they, there's a lot of bodies uh, built up. Well, I'll just tell you now. So in this uh, iteration of zombies, they need to eat, right? Right. But they don't eat our food. They don't eat regular food and they don't seem to be eating the dead bodies. It seems like they need to eat blood or living flesh Okay. They don't specifically say brains, but I have brains perhaps yeah, could be brains, in there. Brains. Um, so they 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 do need to eat and, and consume it. Okay. That's why they're not just like incidentally, you know, accidentally Around. killing people. Yeah. yeah. If they see a, a human, they will attack, and they're okay. trying to find and kill and eat humans Got specifically. It. Jim doesn't know this, but we find out pretty soon. Great. So Jim has his suitcase full of stolen sodas. And uh, he's wearing hospital cr- scrubs because he can't find his clothes. Great. And he's walking around, and he goes into a church thinking, like, I don't know, maybe this is a safe spot. It's full of dead bodies. Perfect. <clears throat> and he shouts into the church, hello. And in a terrifying moment, two guys just stand up from the pile of dead bodies and turn around and stare at him with oh their God. mouths agape. Of they course. are the infected. Of course. And he turns, he hears like a banging on the door and he turns and it's the priest. The priest is also infected. But he doesn't, again, he doesn't know what's going on. And he's like, uh, yeah. uh, uh he- hello, but f- father? He ends up having to hit the priest with his sack of sodas, which is a good weapon in a pinch. I think yeah, that's to take honestly, away. it's good that he had that and not like soft sandwiches. And so he runs out, but unfortunately the, his, the noise he's made has drawn all his infected to him and they are chasing him down. And these, right. this is the popularization of the fast zombie, which is scarier than a regular zombie. Fast zombie is so much scarier than, I think normally until this movie probably, like all of my imagery of them Absolutely. is slow. They're yeah. kind of like dragging their feet, like arms out, like kind of just like, ugh, brains. Yeah. But like fast zombie is harder to deal with. And they are in a full, they are in a dead sprint, okay? And this guy, Jim, he just woke up out of a coma. He has right. not been mobile for a month. Right. Can he even like walk easily? Um, he's he's shuffling pretty slow. Yeah. And so all of is swarming him, all he's infected, and he's about to die when suddenly two people in um masks show up um and start throwing Molotov cocktails to Perfect. essentially light the infected on fire. Some of the infected are literally in flames. It does not slow them down. Wow. They cannot be stopped in that way. They can't be stopped with flames. The, yes. They, we find out later they can be, you know, beheaded, shot. If they're if they're sort of physically taken out, they will— Okay. If they can't move, they will die. Okay. But these things are on, straight up on fire, and they're chasing them down. It ends up, uh, they end up blowing up a petrol um, station. Perfect. And it, they're just consumed in flames. But luckily, uh, the two people have come to his rescue are Selena and Mark. And they sort of give him, you know, the lay of the land. Like, um, the, the TV and radio went down, but right before they went down, there were reports of infection in Paris and New York. Okay, of so course. as far as they know, it has gotten off the island. And to all the chicest cities. 
Um, oh, exactly. Yeah, it's like all the fashion weeks. <laughs> oh, Milan, Paris. <laughs> there's no government. There is no police. There is oh no internet. Oh there is there are no phone lines, you know. And Jim's response was just very sweet, but they immediately tell him, like, that's not going to work. He's like, I have to go find my parents. They live in Deptford. I have to go see them. Aww, and they're like, that's nice. Okay, well, if you if you want us to go to, to see your dead parents, we'll go with you. <laughs> you never go anywhere alone is one of the rules, and you only travel during the daylight because you can't see. The, yeah. the night puts you at too much of a disadvantage. Yeah, if there's, like, no street lights and stuff, then... So they show it. So they go with him very kindly uh, to Jim's parents, and the parent, his parents, have um, uh, died by suicide. They did what I think a lot of us, whether we want yeah. to admit it or not, yeah. would do, which is they just drank and took pills and hopefully yeah. slipped into a comfortable demise. Yes, and I his, mean, that's how we talk about this all the time with these zombie. It's, listen, it's better than waiting in your house. To I don't be want to have my throat ripped out. Torn out. You know, yeah, this isn't even like you're being bit by a vampire. You're being ripped apart and eaten alive yeah, I by rage zombies. No. And uh, his mother's holding a, a picture of Jim as a child. And on the Aww. back, she has written the saddest goddamn thing. She's oh written, God. with endless love, we left you sleeping. Now we're sleeping with you. Don't wake up. Oh, my God. Because when this is happening, he's in the coma. Like, they, they're, like, they're like, we hope that he just dies. Exactly. And I would have assumed that. Like, I mean, it's, the hospital didn't have electricity. It's not like he's being supported, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, ventilators and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Right, so I would have hoped too, you know. And Selena's like, honestly, you should be lucky because our families died terribly. You know, Mark tells a story, his family tried to escape, and then there was they were trying to get in a ferry, and there's an infected got into the crowd, and then it was just mass chaos, and he got separated from his family, and he watched his father. You don't know what happened, but you assume his father got torn apart. right. And, um, you know, Jim is sort of having this reverie of his parents. He's in the kitchen and just looking at photos of them. When suddenly two infected just explode through the patio door and attack him. And yeah. Selena and Mark immediately are, are up and they are, Selena's got a machete and, and Mark's got a bat. And they are just, they just hack apart the infected. And, the and they, infected, didn't get, they didn't get him. They did not get Jim. Unfortunately... Some of the blood, it's not just, are you bitten? Some of the blood, if basically if a blood got in your eye, your mouth, yeah. into a cut, Mark's arm is cut and the blood gets inside. Oh, no. And you turn within a matter of, se- like, 20 seconds. Wow. Selena turns, m- kills Mark before he's able to turn. Holy and Mark shit. is begging her not to. Or it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She hacks him to death right away. Yeah, no. I mean, you would have, that, I, I would do the same. Yeah. And Selena's sort of perspective is like, um... You know, this is it. Like, if, if this happens to you, I will do it to you. Like, yeah. they turn so quickly. Yeah. So she's like, pack up your shit. We got to get out of here. The door is broken. We, it, it, it's going to draw more infected, basically. Right. And, um, and she sort of has this line like, Have you got any plans, Jim? Do you want us to find a cure and save the world or just fall in love and fuck? Plans are pointless. Staying alive is as good as it gets. Like, basically, she's so, because of this experience, obviously, like, it's like, don't bother making any plans. Our only plan is to keep moving from place to place to stay alive. Yes, There's right. only life in this terrible existence. Right. So they end up going back to the um, to the city to try to look for more supplies. And as they're there, they see um, an apartment where the balcony is covered with blinking Christmas lights. And they're like, oh, my God, somebody is there. Yeah. And so they go up there to try to find them. They end up getting chased by some infected, but they of make course. it all the way up to this, you know, I mean, it's like 20 stories on the stairwell. Oh my God. And they meet Frank and his daughter, Hannah. 
Okay. And Frank is just like so warm and kind, and he has some creme de menthe, which sounds disgusting, Ooh. but that's all they have. No, and I mean, it's like, him, drink what you got. And he's like, you know, there's no water, so you will have to poop in this bucket. But, you know, it sort of gives him a little land, but Frank is like so optimistic it, compared to um, Jim and Selena, you know? Right. And he tells them, um, you know, there's been no radio broadcast or whatever, but recently he's been able to pick up a broadcast from outside Manchester saying, like, we are soldiers, we have supplies, come here. Um, you know, and it's just, it's not a live, it's just a recording playing. He's like, yeah. I think we should go there. Oh, how and, do they know that it's not a trap? Exactly. And that's the conversation. Selena's like, it could be a trap. They could already be dead. We, right. We're going to risk right. traveling for two days, basically. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. And Hannah, who I we're supposed to I think we're supposed to think is like 16. She's not, she's not, she's not an adult, but she's like old enough to drive. But she's not a child. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, well, if we stay in the city, we're going to die anyways. Because we don't have supplies. We don't have water. Um, yeah. Frank's been trying to collect water, but it hasn't rained in like two weeks. So like, it's like, we have to try something. Because yeah. if we stay here, we'll just die here. Right. Allison, what would you do? What would you do? I mean, again, this is where I would kill myself. Like, I mean, that's my solution. I'd be like, I just open the door to the balcony and fucking and just bye, yeah, guys. I would like drown. I drain that bottle of creme de menthe. Absolutely, and let my body fall off of that balcony. Right. I mean, that's the only answer to me. I guess, yeah. like, if but if the question was stay there or try and go get supplies somewhere, I would. I guess I don't want to. I also don't want to starve to death. Yes. Yeah, there's a, and there's I don't a lot know, like, of terrible how, like, how are they safe from the infected there? Like, they're only geographically removed. Like, they're so far up the infected don't know they're there. But if an infected were to get in the building and, and then try to kill trapped. them, yes, you'd have so, to try to kill the kill the um, infected. Yes. So it's not like they're completely safe. Right. I guess I would go on the move. Well, good, because that's what they decided to do. Good. Frank I mean, is a taxi driver, so he loads everybody up. And Selena, you know, I think she has sort of. If you were driving a car, I feel like you would be safe as long as your doors were locked and your windows were up and you had enough gas to like get out. Well, those are a lot of ifs, Allison. Yeah, I'm going to assume that almost none of those things happened to this car. So they take out, they take off, and sort of Selena's like, you know, they need us more than we need them. We could survive on our own, but we're going to go with them. But with the idea that like, if I have to leave, I'll just take care of myself, you know? Right. Because she's going to go on a journey of caring about something more than just brute survival, which is hard. I mean, that's mostly what yeah. I care about. Yeah. So they have to take a tunnel to get out of London. Great. And the tunnel's, of course, filled with broke down cars and dead bodies. Right. And so, oh, and Jim's like, we can't do this. We should take the bridge. We, this, we can't do this. Frank instead decides to barrel up essentially the hill of broken down cars and then drives over them. I mean, that's a that's a city taxi driver right there. It, it, he's he's not wrong, and it's sort of an exhilarating moment of like, oh my god, we're going to get out of here. But then, of yeah. course, the, the ti- his tire blows. Of course, and they are frantically trying to change the tire when suddenly hundreds of rats start to swarm them. Oh my god! And they're screaming, but they realize the rats are actually running from the infected. Of course, because I guess the infected will eat rats. Is what is what we're. I mean, I in think a that pinch. if you're if you're eating human flesh. What's the difference? Yeah, I mean, rat meat is essentially the creme de menthe of yes. human, of, right. of flesh. Right. Like, you're you're not like gonna, if I can't get a nice organic orange wine, at least I could have a shot of creme de menthe. Right, at least I could eat it. I'm rat. still getting drunk. 100%. Great. So they're able to change the, the wheel finally. And then after a while, they have like a pretty good run of, of luck. 
Like they stop at a grocery store and it's still obviously like most of the produce is um, decayed. Ooh. But uh, Frank has a funny moment where he finds apples. He's like, oh, they're irradiated. So they are still good. <laughs> and uh, they get like nice scotch and they get a bunch of like canned yeah. food, which um, at least Selena and Jim have been living off like candy and soda. Like that's yeah. all they could find. And then they drive out in the country and like it's gorgeous because there aren't that many people around and they stop and they have a picnic and they see these wild horses I wouldn't have a picnic. A hundred percent. And they stop at a gas station. They're able to, like, siphon gas out of a tanker. But while they're there, um, Jim sort of wanders into this, like, uh, rest side diner. No. And has to kill— Don't go in places. He has to kill an infected child. And they got it was a child because he's just proportionally not as strong. Right. But it was very—it really rattles Jim of, like, oh, that's the first person I've killed, and I've had to kill. And even though they are infected, it's still a child. It's still—yeah, you're still killing a child. And, you know, at at this point, Selena is really, like, buoyed by um, Frank and Hannah in their, like, family relationship. And she says, you know, like— I was wrong when I said that staying alive is as good as it gets. That is better. Like, having a family and having people. It is better. And then she kisses Jim on the cheek, and you're like, "All right, it's okay. it's happening." Okay, I mean, they're only the two hot people left alive. That's yes. not a child, you know. Right. And so, you know, and then they did something which I would never do, which is, of course, they sleep outside. Why? I don't know. Sleep in the car. It just doesn't sleep seem. in the car. And Frank stays up and keeps watch, but it just doesn't seem worth it, you know. I no, I just zero percent. That's no. Um, and so also Selena drops off the sleep and they wake her up. They're like, Selena, how are you able to sleep so easily? And she gives them, um, sleeping pills. No. And I'm like, you are sleeping outside during a zombie apocalypse and you're taking sleep medication. Like, there's no way. Yeah, You'd be no. immediately killed by a zombie. No, I need to be like firing on all cylinders. Um, so, uh, Jim has a scary dream where he wakes up and they're all gone. And, um... But, he, but then he wakes up again and they're there. But he sort of has this, like, terror nightmare. And so they're driving and they're almost to Manchester. So everything is kind of going well for them. And they get closer right. and closer to Manchester. And we see this shot and all of Manchester is on fire. Oh, cool. And um, Selena's like, oh, the, there's no fire department. So it's like, if a fire starts, it's just going to spread and burn and burn. Right, yeah. No, no one's putting it out. Yeah, so luckily the barricade is outside the city, so they can still get to it. So they drive okay. up to the barricade where the, from where they've been hearing the message. Right. With the, and if you listen to the message, they it does say things like, the answer is here, you know, which is a little odd. Um, yeah, that a little feels on the nose. like a trap. Uh-huh. So they get there, and it's vacant. There's nobody there. And Selena's like, something is off. We have to leave, like, they've been killed, or we don't know. But Frank's like, we cannot leave. we got to, and he, Frank's really distraught. He's like, there's nowhere else to go. Right. And so he's looking around, and he looks up, and we see this um, a bird is sort of eating the dead body of an infected person. Right. And when Frank looks up, a drop of the infected person's blood falls into his eye. Oh, my God. And that's all that it takes. Within seconds, he is starting to transform. And he, like, shoves his uh, Hannah away, and he's like, don't come near me. Oh, my God. And Selena uh, grabs Shoves Hannah. her away, like, don't come near me. I'm about to become exactly infected. And so Jim is going to have to kill him. You know, right. And right as Jim is about to swing, a sniper shoots Frank and kills him. Oh. And and then people, these guys in camo, like soldiers come out that have been yeah. hiding and they're like, don't go near him, you know, whatever. Right. So 
again, okay, they are there. They were just sort of waiting, you to know. To make sure that they weren't infected. Yeah. So uh, Selena, Jim, and Hannah get put on a, um, like, a Jeep, and they're being driven to this manor, ha- like, country manor house, like, gorgeous British countryside. Love that. um, That's been sort of converted into a little um, army base, you know. So they have um, tripwire and all this, like, um, uh, you know, sort of all these lights and floodlights and everything that, like, if infected do approach, they'll be able to tell. So they go in there and they um, meet uh, Major West, who's sort of this in charge of this base. And he's like, I'm sorry, I know this isn't anything to write home about. I know you probably thought like we had like a cure or something, um, but we do have hot water because we could, um, okay. it's like a wood burning boiler and we have clean sheets and we have food and, you know, we're welcome to have you. That seems like all you could even ask for at this point. Wrong, bitch. It's oh, a trap. No. Oh no. So they're there and, you know, they're kind of distraught, but they're like, okay, this seems to be okay. And then you sort of, the more you hear Major West talk, he's sort of preening. Like, they have a big, uh, like, a fabulous dinner, and there's, like, all these candles, and he's sort of holding court. All the rest of the soldiers are, like, mostly very young men. And he's okay. sort of, like, he sort of is, like, controlling them in a certain sense. And there's one other um, soldier named Sergeant Farrell who seems to be, like, you I mean, know. Yeah. But he seems to be, like, the logical existential one, you know. Okay. And he's, like, honestly, like, humans are such a recent... And phenomenon on Earth, if the infection were to just wipe us out, it would probably just be a return to normal, you know? Right. And Major West— That guy is— <laughs> Right. No. And he's going through it. And Major West is like, actually, you know, the return—violence norm- is normal. Like, nature is full of violence. Oh, like, my God. Um, so, actually, this is pretty normal, if you think about it, which, again, you don't like to hear. No. You know, and Jim, meanwhile, is just like, all right, okay, just taking this all in. And so Selena it's just and Jim, Hannah, Selena, and the— And Hannah. And Hannah. And then a bunch of these really young, young soldiers, yeah. um, Major West and Sergeant Farrell, who seems like a more sympathetic, thoughtful right. soldier. And But yeah, Major West, it seems like there's, you know, maybe something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And, and sure. Jim and Hannah and Selena are picking up on this, this oddness. Okay. Meanwhile, um, the infected, some infected start to charge the house. And the soldiers are like almost excited. Like they get to go out and kill and they go out and they like spray these infected with bullets. And it's like this, yeah. like a mini battle. And when they come back out, they're honestly kind of amped, you know. And one of them goes up to Selena and kind of like grabs her, and like takes her. She has like one a of the soldiers, yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, basically like, do you want to fuck now that I've done this like exciting, impressive thing? Oh, men like, are so lame. <laughs> yeah. So she runs off, and she's like, no, no. So unfortunately, we find out Major West sort of has a lot of theories about the world, and he informs Jim. That, you know, we're really sorry, but we had to do that broadcast in order to lure women here because oh, we need to have women no. to repopulate the earth. Oh, and no. he's like, you know, the, my, you know, what are nine men? Like, what's the future to nine lonely men? And he says, I moved us from the blockade. I set the radio broadcasting and I promised them women. Because <sighs> women mean a future. So essentially, I've tricked you here. And now we are going to use Selena and Hannah to breed, essentially. And we're, we can't let you leave. So you, we're, we're just going to kill. So they take Jim and they take Sergeant Farrell, who Ooh, objects God, it's like to it. It's like worse than I thought it would be. Yeah, so Selena and Hannah are sort of like forced to stay at this manor house. And then Jim and Sergeant Farrell, who, Sergeant Farrell's like, we can't keep them here. This is insane. Like, they're human beings. Right. And they're like, no, no, we're going to essentially force these women to procreate. This is like the original, like, incels. I mean, that's they're kind like, of the we argument. we were owed women. 
And and Major West does have this like apocalypse now. Like those war movies where like war is like unlocks the part of humanity that's like actually bad things are good and we do oh. need to rape and murder is normal. You know, it's like that's what we're trying to focus. Like, is right. the monster man? And it's like, well, it's unfortunately. <laughs> We both have actual monsters outside and people losing their minds and, like, you know. And both are man. (laughs) Right, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) The infected are people, or were people. So they take Sergeant Farrell, who, again, objected, and Jim, and they're taking them out. Uh, They kind of lock them in the basement. And Farrell is on this, like, rambling, and you can't tell, like, if what he's saying is makes sense, but, like, he's like, I think that they just quarantined Britain. I think that there are other people still out there. I don't think it's spread to the rest of the world. Like, wouldn't you just leave us here? Like, if it was just, like, shouldn't you? we just be quarantined on this little island, you know? Right. And Jim's like, I have no idea whether that's true. So they take Sergeant Farrell and Jim into the forest, and they're just going to shoot them and throw this on the big pile of bodies of people they've done this to before, is what we're to take. Um, And so Jim is able to hide among the bodies while they're killing Sergeant Farrell and um, escape. And the two soldiers who are taking him to die were like, eh, you know, he, the infected are going to get him. We're not worried about him. Yeah, so we that would the, be kind of how I would feel if I yeah, were Yeah, absolutely. Like, eh, don't worry about it. He, also, his hands are tied. So it's like his hands are tied. He doesn't even have a shirt on. He has no weapons. He's shoeless. They're like, we're not worried. He's going to be immediately killed. Right. So Jim is there, and he collapses to the ground. Again, he's, cut, he's all cut up, and he's mm-hmm. distraught. And... He knows that his two friends that he just made, the two people he knows in the world are still alive, are about to be raped by these guys and, yeah. like, forced to breed, you know? Ugh. And so, Allison, I got I to gotta ask, what does Jim see that gives him hope and the, and the fight to keep going? I mean, it's got to be, so, I mean, something in nature. Does he see another person, like a non-infected person in the world? Great guess. It's not that. Oh. Jim looks up and he sees a plane in the sky. Oh, okay. So we know that there are other people in the world and that right. it's there's not actually just this like yeah. house full of rapists. <clears throat> so that gives him the strength to keep going, which brings me to my next question. Allison, who do you think is going to survive? Who will survive? I mean, I hope it's the three of them. I hope okay. that Jim and Selena. And Hannah right. all make it because the, now they're this pod. Right. We know Frank is dead. We know Sergeant Farrell, the only other kind of reasonable person, he's right. dead. Right. Marge, Major West, do we think he's going to die? I think he's going to die. I think he has to die. And then the world at large. Or do we think we're going to find out at the end that there is hope? Or is this going to be sort of like maybe he saw it, but we don't necessarily know what that means? Guess the twist. I got to believe that it's like there's pockets of people, like that it did spread, but like mm-hmm. that there are like kind of places like this where you're like, um, yeah, yeah, we've like created a little safe enclave for ourselves. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms. 
then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Well, I think you're right. And Jim does too. Because Jim gets up and he has to kick ass. Yeah. And from now on, which is I think like people criticize movies like, well, how, you know, like Ray and Star Wars. It's like, well, how did she know how to be such a good Jedi fire, fighter? I don't know, man. It's a movie. It's a and this movie. is like, why is Jim able to go like, he's a bike messenger. Why is he able to just kick so much ass and like fight his way back and like go back for Selena and Hannah in a situation where most of us would obviously just be turned? I don't know, but he's able to do it. He summons it up in himself, you know? And so he essentially lures um, Major West and the soldiers back to the barricade by si- sounding the air raid, si- air raid siren. Smart. So they know that he is still alive. So they go to kill right. him, but the sirens also attracted all these infected, so they're shooting these infected, a bunch of soldiers get oh, killed. God. And Major West is like on foot in the torrential rain, making his way back to the manor. And, of course um, it's raining. I mean, of course it is raining. Yeah. Major West also made a, another fatal error, which is that he has been keeping a soldier who was infected on a leash in, a, in the backyard. Why? He wants to figure out, he, he has a theory that eventually the infected will starve and they will die. So if we were to, if the infected, okay. if they don't keep eating, they will starve to death. So he's saying, this is my experiment to see. He's trying to see if that's true. Yes. And how, if true, how long will it take for them to start dying? Okay. And unfortunately, what that means is he has a ravenous rage zombie in his backyard. Yeah, Jim goes and on sh- a leash. Yeah, and shoots the leash off. So now he is just the, the name, soldier's name is Mailer. Now Mailer is just loose and going nuts and trying to find people. So on the downside, there is now a ravenous infected soldier tearing through this house. Um, right. On the upside, it kind of broke up the rape party that they were throwing for Hannah and Selena, who they had forced to put on, like, party dresses from the owners of the house. And um, Selena gave Hannah, like, essentially, like, pills to sort of, like, not knock her out, but, like, she's like, these are pills so you don't care. And which is very grim. That is just one of the darkest things I've heard of any of the movies that we've talked about. Um, But it's kind of funny, like, because then Hannah has no filter and she's talking to the soldiers. She's like, I don't think any of your friends are coming back and I think you're going to die too. And it's kind of like, you know, um, but there's a lot of terrifying scenes while they're, and so Jim is trying to get into the house and finally he's able to get into the house and knock out the soldier that's holding Selena captive. But Selena doesn't know if he's infected. Because every it's like the oh, middle right. of the night, all, a torrential rainstorm. Yeah, all they know is he was gone and now he's back. And he like exactly. made it back. 
And so he he finally he steps into like a sliver of light and she sees his face and they they passionately kiss oh, and they're reunited. And then Hannah comes and like hits him with a chair or something. Oh God. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I thought he was attacking you. He's like, no way. It was a kiss. It's fine. You know. This is passion, not violence. Right. But to, in, in Hannah's defense, first of all, she's stoned. And second of yeah. all, she sees somebody covered in blood. You know what I mean? You yeah, just yeah what are you going to do? You're going to try and kill him. So finally, they're like, okay, we got to get into the Frank's taxi, which the army brought with them, and we're getting the hell out of here. You know, we get, there are now, like, multiple— Mailer has infected other people in, the, in you know, his attack. Right. So now there are multiple soldiers. So we run outside, and Hannah jumps in the driver's seat, and in the back of the cab is Major West. He's been hiding there. And he's, Not like, infected? Not infected. Okay. But essentially, he's like, I'm going to kill you guys. Yeah. You know, you kill all my men, I'm going to kill you. Right. So— I didn't Hannah, even get to rape you. Yeah. Right, exactly. And Hannah puts the taxi in reverse, backs up, and Mailer is run, chasing the car and essentially punches out of the back windshield, drags West out. And so West is now infected. But I do like that that's who got him. Absolutely. Some kind of, that's like, who should get sweet him. Sweet justice to yeah. the behavior. Yeah. So, uh, so Selena and Jim hop in the back, but in the struggle with West, Jim is shot. So before uh, West is infected, he shoots Jim in the stomach. So, you know, they're in the back, and Hannah is gunning it, and the gates are locked. And she's like, the gates are locked. I don't know what to do. And they're like, and Jim says, just go for it. And she slams into the gate with the car, cut to 28 days later. And we've sort of had like a from little that? like— From 20, yeah. So okay. another another 28 days. And there's sort of a little montage of, of Selena and Hannah treating um, Jim in the hospital— Okay. And then we see there are this beautiful countryside, very remote, and they're sewing, and they're sewing, and they're sewing, and the sewing machine. And then Hannah runs and said, I heard it, I heard it again. And so they run out with all this fabric, and you realize what they're doing is they're spelling out hello in, like, bed sheets and all this stuff on the lawn. Oh. And as they do, an army plane flies over. And there is very optimistic. They're spelling hello and not help? Yeah. That's a great point. I mean, it's less letters. It's less sewing. It's a clearer <laughs> message. And three of the same letters. You're right. Yeah. You could have just turned that O into a P right away. Yeah. So they're there, and there's kind of this moment, and Selena turns and says, do you, think he heard, do you think he saw us this time? And you hear on the communication in the plane that um, they, he's like, we should send a helicopter in. So basically, they saw them. They're going to be fine. Okay. That's the end. Or is it? This movie dun, dun, dun. has an after credits scene. Ugh, after credits. And if you if the end is so optimistic, which is like we've all three of us survived, and we have like family, and we have reason to survive, and we just have this proof that yes. there is world. So of course, the uh, other ending is um, that part was a dream, and then Jim died of his gunshot wound. And the last scene is um, Selena and Hannah took him to this abandoned hospital, and they're trying to treat him, and he dies. And Hannah says to Selena, like, what are we going to do? And Selena says, we're going to keep moving. And that's the end. Wow. So it's just the two of them. Yeah. But it's still, is... it's still with an optimistic, like, we will survive. Yeah. But with, like, it's like that fantasy of them in this um, little cottage. And also in that fantasy. And that there is, like, did you ever people. tell them about the plane? Yes. So okay. he did. So they know, at least that he thinks he saw a plane. Okay. So they have this information, which is positive. And then also, um, you know, this is, they introduce the end as like, what if? It says, it doesn't say in reality. It is right. not like a country. It's like, well, what if? So right. I think they're trying to be like, is, is the end? of these is possible. And in the fantasy ending. Wait for the studio to green light what we think the sequel is. Right. 
And in the fantasy ending, we do see that 28 days from now, the infected are starting to starve. So they are collapsing. Like, we see infected collapsing on the street. So the idea is that Major West was right. They will starve to death eventually. It's just that, unfortunately, everyone is either going to be killed or turned into infected um, in the meantime. Yeah. So let's get into it. What do you think are some fatal mistakes? Fatal mistakes. He should have stolen more drugs from the hospital. That doesn't really, like, solve any problems, but I don't know. If you're going out, he didn't know there was no one out in the world, but, like, he had been in that hospital. I would have rounded up more stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Just medical stuff. Um, I have two. Um, don't let chimps out of their cage if someone has told you oh. that they are, quote, infected with rage. Yeah, just leave them there. It's sad, but, like, move on. And then, honestly, I was going to say another mistake is not wearing a helmet when you're being a bike messenger. But if he had been wearing a helmet, he would he not would. have been in a coma. He would have probably died. So that yeah. was a genius move. Yes, yes. Brilliant idiocy. Yeah, and I guess also... Yeah, no, there were, like, they had to leave that apartment. They had to leave London. Yeah, there was no so. there was no water. There wasn't anything they could do. They had to go. Yeah. I mean, they were wrong to trust the message, but, you know, hey, again, we all make mistakes. Yeah. They were operating on the information they had. Right. Which brings me to my next segment. Um, 28 Days popularized the fast zombie, the yes. zombie incapable of being in a dead-out sprint. So I was saying, what is... What other kind of zombies do you think might be in our future? So here, I have some zombie okay, options. Sure. I'd like you to choose between. All right. Would you rather have zombies that are just constantly ripping hot ass, like constantly Ooh. farting? And like or they're farting zom- like a blood fart, too. Like, they're not eating, right. like, a healthy diet. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's like you if you've been drinking out all night, you know, that oh, kind of yeah. thing. And then ate a bunch of sushi. <laughs> or zombies who are constantly doing the Gangnam-style dance. And if Which they are I doing the dance— exist? yes. I guess the dance, because you could kind of close your eyes. Right. And but not I was have thinking, to experience it. Right. But I do think when they dance, the, the song would play. Oh. And that so would make would you crazy. constantly be playing. But it's a yeah. lot easier to, like, block out sound, like, with headphones than it is to block. You can't block out smell. And then finally, zombies that will not stop taking selfies are zombies that won't stop po- posting fake news stories on Facebook. Oh, I feel like zombies are already posting fake news stories on Facebook. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my, my, I was trying to think of, like, what, 28 days later, like, what what would be Allison's vision of the apocalypse? Um, and here I want to make you choose between okay. what, what world would you want to wake up from a coma Would I want to wake up from a coma after a, a month and this is the yeah. new world? Okay. A world with no reality television. Ooh. But there's world peace. Okay. Or a world where Trump was never president, but their gin does not exist. Oh, my God. I got to have a world where, I, I, even though I love my garbage television so much, I love my housewives, I love my summer house, I love my below deck sailing yacht, I just can't, I'll trade that to have world peace and gin. Absolutely. In that case, like, you have gin. That's right. most important. Thing. And that's what's important because if, if, if nothing else besides this podcast, we love gin. All right. A world completely covered in murder hornets, okay. but as a result, there's no war. Or... A world where there is war, but everyone gets a coupon for a free frozen yogurt every Friday. I guess I gotta go with the murder hornets because we don't—they don't kill people, right? They just kill bees. I think they do kill people. Mm. They can kill people. It's not like they kill them all the time, but they could. But kill they people. could be. Mm. Yes. 
I read somewhere they kill 50 people every year in Asia, but you know what? I have no idea if that's a valid point. Right, yeah, I'm not doing the research to find out, like, if that's a true fact or not. Um, I get, like, it's just hard to, to like, voluntarily choose a world that has war in it when the, the opportunity to not have war exists. You're a good person, but absolutely. I guess, I guess the frozen yogurt. Okay, and then finally. I feel like you couldn't go outside if there were murder hornets everywhere. Which is why there's no war. Right. The war would simply be a side effect it's of kind of like so how many now, murder like, The air quality is really good, but it's just because And there's we're no all, school shootings because right, there's no one at school. Right, it's because we're all trapped at home. Absolutely. And then finally, a world where Richard Simmons has rejoined public life and we found out, like, sort of what, ha- what was going on with him. Yeah. But unfortunately, he is a fast zombie. Oh, or no. a world in which we finally know the truth about that Ukrainian orphan case, which we discussed in the orphan episode— but the Ukrainian orphan is unfortunately now a zombie that dances as a Gangnam style. I feel like, you know, that <laughs> that adult orphan child from Ukraine, like that is adjacent to Gangnam style zombie to me anyway. Okay, yeah. So it's I so feel like terrifying that one anyways. is fun. Like those live in the same world to me, whereas I don't want anything to happen to Richard Simmons. Absolutely, completely. And I don't want fast zombies to be around. Right, exactly. Well, Allison... You've given it all a lot of thought. A lot of thought. We really so finally, dug deep. I, um, I only ask one, one more thing of you, which is to rate this movie on the, on the spooky scale. Spooky scale. A spooky scale. From one to ten screams, this is the scale of how scary I and Allison find the movie, not whether the movie is well-made, whether it's enjoyable, whether, whether it's an actual good movie. question right. is how, how spooky. Scary. Yeah. Yes. I think a seven- Okay, great. Having not seen it, and fast zombies are very scary. However, and so are, like, military rape parties. Um, I'm going to bump it to an eight for those two things, actually. I mean, yeah, the, the military rape party really does take it there. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to say a six, because okay. watching it, I was filled with dread. But I wasn't, I wasn't like, fear. It wasn't, like, the fear of, like, watching a good uh, horror movie. It was more like, oh, God, like— if something really did happen and like every the government d- fell apart Abandoned and society its, crumbled, yeah. that's just it's just filled me with dread, you know. So it was like a different okay. on the dread scale. It was a ten. Yeah, spooky scale. Yeah, I have a five, six. I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah. Okay. So ten for dread, six for spooky. I'm giving it an eight Absolutely. for spooky, and everything gives me a ten for dread. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Ruined. We hope this helped. Yeah. Is this helping you feel better about your situation? Has that is that what this podcast has become? I think so. Well, you know, there is uh, there is sort of the science of of horror, which is sort of one of the theories of why we liked horror so much is that we get to experience the thrill and release like of adrenaline without actually being afraid. So it's sort of like okay. uh, it calms us down. We get to calm down in a world where we're constantly anxious and there is no resolution. Right. Horror is sort of a stand-in for that resolution. And and we're bringing it to you. Yeah. So that's great. Guys, can't wait to ruin another movie for you. Until then, I beg of you, please keep it spooky. Oh, keep it spooky. Thank you for finally saying it with me. Ugh. Bye. Bye. Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. 
As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware. Shop chef-quality pots and pans at madeincookware.com.